a few years ago while I was in seminary, I got to meet Bishop Burns, uh, who is the Bishop of Juneau, Alaska. In my opinion, he drew two short straws, one being asked to be a bishop. I don't know why anyone would want that, but hey, he, he was called and he responded. The second, Juneau, Alaska. I'm a Florida native, born and raised, and I pray I never get asked to be a bishop, and I definitely pray I never get asked to be a bishop in Alaska, of all places, but here he is. And he was telling us a story that uh, it was a Saturday and he needed to go over to the offices next to the cathedral. And he was, offices are closed. So he was in a flannel shirt, some jeans and some boots. Looks normal. And uh, he's walking in front of the cathedral and he sees this couple and they're taking pictures in front of the cathedral and everything. And he walks up and says hi and starts talking to them. And the woman goes, and my husband is a deacon. He goes, no, he's not. And he's like, no, she's like, no, no, really, my husband's a deacon. And he goes, if your husband's a deacon, I'm the bishop of this diocese. <laughs> and you know, there's a dialogue, and I'm, Deacon Tommy, I know Amy would never do that to you, you know, in a public situation. But that's what this woman decided to do. And you know, uh, so they're going back and forth. And finally, he drags them into the cathedral and points on the wall and says, that's me, that's my picture, I'm the bishop of this diocese. And you can imagine just like, oh, I'm so sorry, bishop, I really didn't think it was you. But the odds that this person in a flannel shirt, jeans and boots outside the cathedral is actually the bishop. There's only one bishop in the diocese. I mean, come on, it's, it's pretty low odds. But you can imagine the frustration of Bishop Burns as he's really trying to reveal this aspect of who he is and they just were not having it, probably because he had been joking around with them for a while, so he thought they were, they thought they were, he was still joking. In our gospel, that's kind of the case, except for the fact that the disciples, unlike this couple, had no idea who Bishop Burns was. His, Jesus' disciples very much knew him. They had been journeying with him for a while, and now for the second time, he's trying to reveal the Paschal mystery of his death and resurrection, and they just were not having it. They could, they were just in one ear, out the other. What does that mean? I have no idea. Who's the greatest among us? Like, that's what we're really concerned about. That was where they were at. And so, but to demonstrate just how much they knew him, so I went through, and this is even an exhaustive list, but so far, what has happened in the Gospel of Mark. So, Jesus, to demonstrate who he is, has Cured the person possessed by a demon, cleansed the leper, healing of a paralytic, healing of a man with a withered hand, calmed the sea, fed 5,000 people, walked on water, fed another 4,000 people if the 5,000 weren't enough, opened the eyes of a blind man, transfigured before several of his disciples, and healed a boy possessed by a demon. His disciples would have known about these things. This would have been, hey, remember when Jesus like healed that person? That was pretty cool. Like this would have been normal conversation. They would have known about these things, yet when Jesus tries to teach about himself, in deaf ears, they had no idea what was going on, they were very confused. And if it's that difficult for people who knew Jesus to learn about Jesus from him, imagine how hard it is for someone who doesn't know Jesus to learn about Jesus, who is not standing right in front of him. And that becomes the issue when we try to catechize people about Jesus 
before they, we evangelize, before they've encountered Jesus, before they know this person. And we flip things around and we try to just teach at people. And this is Catechetical Sunday, which is why I bring this up, this idea of catechesis. But the reality is we all have a duty and responsibility to recognize how the Lord is in trying to encounter us in our everyday life. Every day, the Lord, I know that he's trying to encounter us because he became incarnate. He became like us to meet his people, to have interactions, to have a relationship with us. And every single day, the Lord's trying to reach out to us. And it could be maybe here at mass this morning. Maybe you get together with a group of friends and you have some coffee and there's, there's something special about that moment as you share together as friends or as family, as maybe you have a meal together and you reflect back, but we have to reflect. We have to recognize the ways that the Lord is trying to meet us and to encounter us. And as we have this encounter with the Lord, and we realize, hey, there's this, there's this Jesus, and he loves me. And I've experienced him in my life. And it's not just going to be the highs of our life, but also the lows of our life. When we're suffering, when we're struggling. And we say, Lord, where are you? And we ask the Lord to reveal himself so we can have that encounter. That we might be consoled even in our sorrow and our suffering. And as we start to encounter the Lord, what do we want to do? As you, we meet anyone, we want to learn more about them. And so that's when we start doing research and we start reading and we start to learn more about our faith, whether that be through, I don't know, open a book, crazy idea, I know, or now it's, you know, on Kindle, I have a Kindle and I'll admit to that, uh, you know, maybe reading something on a Kindle instead of binge watching five hours of Netflix or Hulu or Disney plus or something, open a book, read a chapter. Like, I'm not asking for much here. Or maybe you're a podcast person and you want to, there's a lot of good podcasts out there you can listen to. We also, the parish has uh, the website formed with, I mean, crazy amounts of hours of excellent content. Or you have things like Word on Fire, all that stuff that you can start to learn more about your faith. Learn more about this person that you're encountering in your everyday life. And then as you start to encounter this person and you start to learn more about him, what do you want to do? You got to tell other people like, hey, I, I met this awesome guy named Jesus and you've got to meet him because he loves us all and you should know about him too. But this is where we, we, we screw up. We make the mistake and it, we try to catechize before we evangelize. So it's like, hey, I just listened to this podcast. Let me tell you all this stuff. Let me tell you all this information. That's great. I don't know who Jesus is. I've never met the guy. I don't care about him. Why? Because we have to have the encounter first. And so we try to teach, bring people to information and facts rather than an encounter with a person. Again, there's kind of an, an order and a logic to all this. We encounter the person, then we start to learn, but then it's Discipleship Sunday here at St. Margaret Mary. So we disciple other people and we want to bring other people to encounter Jesus. But, you know, it's, it sounds kind of nice and to go through all that, the reality is today there's a lot of things going on in the world, isn't there? And the, by me saying that out loud, I'm sure every single person in, in this room thought of something that's kind of big world event. Unfortunately, we're living through a lot of history right now. There's a lot of things happening. And just scroll through Facebook, people got opinions about what's going on in the world. I mean, I joked uh, at the eight o'clock that, you know, Father Walsh, you know, he, he's like a teenager scrolling through Facebook. He really doesn't have a Facebook, but yeah, I mean, people, you look through Facebook and you see people have very strong opinions about stuff. And we can be very bold about telling other people about our opinions on that stuff. But imagine this. Imagine we were just as convicted about our faith, 
just as convicted about the Eucharist, about Jesus Christ, and we were just as bold in proclaiming that truth as we are about those things of the world. Imagine what would happen if we were able to bring that message out into the world. And so just an examination for all of us today, all of us, myself included, Deacon Tommy included, are we that bold? Are we just as willing to say those things that are going on in the world and to spread our thoughts and opinions on that? Are we just as bold to proclaim the name of Jesus?